0: Welcome to the Kidmen Huddle, part of the Kids Matter Podcast Network. Gather round, Kidmen leaders, and be encouraged and equipped as you build the kingdom. Now here's your host, Amber Pike. Welcome to episode 22 of the Kidmen Huddle. Last week we talked about writing your own curriculum. Now, I like to write. I really like writing curriculum, and I'm sure this is a complete shock to everyone who knows me, Right. Writing curriculum and teaching are probably two of my favorite things as a Kidmin leader. Though VBS is at the top, followed by taking my kid to camp. So apparently I have several favorite Kidmin things. If you're listening to this podcast, the majority of you are probably Kidmin leaders, uh, except for my mama, my amazing mom that listens to every episode. But chances are, if you're in Kidmin, you didn't necessarily go into it for the pay, or the hours, or even the free goldfish samples and the ability to run around wearing a tutu and blue hair without people looking at you weird. If you're serving in Kidman, you were called. At some point in your life, you were called into serving. Maybe you started volunteering just to fill a need. Maybe you were voluntold to serve. Maybe you're like me and you knew pretty early on that you were called for this. You were gifted for this. You might love it. Different aspects, camp VBS, writing, teaching, just loving on kids. But how well do you really know your calling? How well do you know your giftings? And once you realize your calling and your giftings, do you really lean into them? Do you lean into your calling and your giftedness? I knew at 16, I was going into the ministry, but from the time I grew up, probably around three, four years old, I knew that I was going to be working with kids. I always wanted to be a mommy. I played with baby dolls. My dolls were real. Mom had to drive um, my doll Kelly to school to come pick me up. She had to be like buckled in. Like she was real. As a preschooler, even I was bossing the other kids around. Um, if you go to the church that I was raised in, they got some stories they can tell you about a young me. I've always been that that mommy, um, we'll say assertively leading instead of bossing. <laughs> um, I was always taking charge. I, by 10, was volunteering with the kids. I started babysitting the kids while parents were in choir practice at the church, At 15, I was running our children's ministry. Taking care of kids has always been my life. Now, early on, preschoolers, they were my favorite. Give me those three and four-year-olds any day. And at that time, I thought I was not gifted nor called to lead preteens. Now, Fast forward to the summer of, I think it was my freshman, it could have been my sophomore year of college. I started working at a Christian summer camp in Winchester, Kentucky. There was a lady at my home church. She was in contact with a former pastor of ours whose wife worked at the camp, and it seemed fun. So in true Amber fashion, I jumped right in, had no clue what I was getting myself into. Had a few second thoughts after I'd already agreed to it, but I'd agreed to it, and honestly... That summer was one of the best summers of my life. Not because the pay was so awesome, or because I made, you know, lifelong friends, or it wasn't even the fact that I had the best tan and was in the best shape of my life. This was a low income kind of hills of Kentucky camp. The chairs were olive green from like the 60s. This summer camp experience was the best for me, not because of how God used me, but because of what he taught me. Knowing that I was most definitely not called to lead preteens, the very first week of campers, can you guess which age group I was assigned? Not the cute little kindergartners. No, no. Preteens. The very first week, right off the bat, I had a cabin full of 11 and 12-year-old girls. I think God just kind of sits back and enjoys chuckling, watching me think I know everything. Because I went in with this mindset of, seriously, preteen girls, out of all of the age groups, you gave me the oldest kids. And by the end of the week, I had a new favorite age group to work with. God showed me that my giftedness wasn't just what I said it was. To this day, I still adore preteens. Now, I love that sweet innocence of preschoolers. I love the hugs they give you. But I love preteens. I connect with preteens. God has gifted me to work with preteens. But I wouldn't have known that if I wasn't forced to go outside of my comfort zone. Just like I would never have learned that my future was not in leading worship, like, at all, had I not gone outside of my comfort zone and had to do it that same summer at camp. I never would have experienced the joy of working with teens had I not listened to God and gone outside of my comfort zone and started working with the teens at my church. I wouldn't have known the joy of serving at the church I'm with now, loving on these particular kiddos. I wouldn't have known the joy of working with kids matter or writing VBS curriculum for AIG or authoring books, all of these awesome things I've gotten to do. If I hadn't listened to God and stepped outside of my comfort zone. Now I say all this, not because I want you to think that I'm so awesome, but I tell you this because I want you to hear how going outside of my comfort zone, how going outside of what I thought I was gifted at, Listening to God and allowing him to change my thinking and to grow me has rocked my world. Outside of my family, the best things in my life have been because I took a leap of faith for the Lord. He has led me to places that I have never dreamed. And quite frankly, I am not equipped or qualified for most of it. Don't tell my bosses. But God has chosen me. He has chosen me to be exactly where I am right now doing exactly what he has, has me doing and god has chosen you too he has called you to be wherever you're at right now doing whatever it is he's called you to do my question to you though are you really listening you may have listened to god calling you into serving in the ministry but are you still listening really listening Are you listening when he tells you to take that big leap of faith and write your own curriculum or write your own VBS? Are you listening when God tells you to make that big ask to start that new thing? Are you listening when God tells you it's time to grow, time to move on, or time to try something different? Sometimes we kind of put God in a box. I remember at one point just kind of telling him, I will go wherever you want me to serve God, as long as it's in this area. And thankfully, God shows me such grace and forgiveness and mercy when I put him in a box. But we do. We put him in a box. We tell him, well, but I can't do that. I can't write my curriculum. I can't start a preteen ministry. I can't ask the church for $40,000 and permission to bust out a wall and get new floors. But you can. God says you can. God has taken this uh, slightly bossy girl from a tiny church in Kentucky where honestly through a majority of my childhood, my brother and I made up the entire children's ministry and he has moved me and grown me and shaped me into who he wants me to be. So wherever you're at right now, and I don't mean physically or geographically, wherever God has you serving right now, wherever he's called you to be, listen to who he wants you to become. Don't put him in a box. Don't limit the gifts you think he has given you. Listen to his leading and trust that if God asks you to go, if he asks you to do something, no matter how crazy it seems or how unqualified or ill-equipped you feel, if God asks you to do it, he's going to help you do it. I had a pastor that would say, if God brings you to it, he'll get you through it. He will. He'll grow your giftedness. I think leading Kidman is the best job in the entire world. I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Except at one point in my life, I did. I put God in that box. I clearly heard him tell me at 16 to enter into the ministry. And my response was, oh God, that's awesome, but we're going to do my plan. And I wanted my plans to happen. Well, then I wised up and I followed his plans. I earned that degree, started going on interviews, but then again, Um, those interviews, when they weren't being fruitful, I started to drag that box out again. I was ready to accept a position as a daycare manager, which was not what God had planned for me. His plans are the best. I know for me personally, his plans are better than my wildest dreams. At this point in my life, he has just given me so many amazing opportunities I have trouble imagining what could possibly come next. I just go along for the ride. God has a plan for your future. He has a plan for good, not for harm. He has a plan for you. He has called you. He has gifted you. And He wants to grow you. So I challenge you throw away that box you keep trying to put God in. Take those crazy leaps of faith, trusting in the Lord's leading in his gifting, and his calling. And remember, Kidman leaders, what you do matters.